0: Welcome to Dyson Pixels, uh, season two, episode 11. We're nearing the end of our, first, our duh, second season. Well done. Did you know that? That was smooth. You didn't uh, know that. No, are we? Aren't we going to the end of the year? I don't know how seasons work. No, the seasons, you, we're doing the same thing that Sci Fi Channel is, where we can be anywhere between eight and 15 episodes <laughs> randomly, just depending on. No, what we're going to have, doing. realistically, we're going to have 48 episodes in
1: a year. And that's allowing four for when we just can't be
0: fucked. Nah, screw it. 50 a season, otherwise. Because then, then otherwise, if you encapsulate a whole season uh, that's that long, people don't get to do that. You know, season two was good, but season three was much better. Season four kind of sucks. Season five was great. If you have 48 episodes in a season, it's like, ah, season was all over the place. And then the do next we, season's the same. Do we really want people assessing us on that level? I don't know how well we're going to cover. across. Sure, sure. Why not? <laughs> Rate us. Give us a rating on uh, Yelp. Give <laughs> the intro. <laughs> um. Okay. Cool. Well, what do we got on? What do we got on this week? What are you? What are you reviewing this week? Uh? I am reviewing
1: just fucking everything. Um, you can't do.
0: No. Yeah.
1: Yeah, hang on. I just got to load up uh, something just as a just a mental prompt, which you may see me jump into Steam. That's true. Right. I'm not I'm not actually playing it. So, I uh finally bought uh tabletop simulator.
0: I heard which profusely. is <laughs> Oh, it is amazing.
1: It is such a good freaking uh platform. It, it just it's like mind-blowingly good. Um uh, which I'll I'll talk about later. Oh, no, but I'll cover just...
0: it in the review. Yeah, <coughs> but it Holy sounds mind blowing.
1: Yeah, it is. It is. You have a copy. I bought you a copy.
0: Yeah, I know. I haven't had time. I've been working yeah, and... and doing more work, and then working more.
1: <laughs> yeah, and it is so good. It is so good that um uh, uh I've I bought another Ta- four of copies. On.
0: That's for the review. No, it's not. for the review. Yeah, it is. No, 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 no. You're no, saying no, no. It's, it's good. You can't do that yeah, before yeah. the review. You spoil the review. No, You're doing I, the equivalent I, I, of leaving milk out. You're spoiling pfft, it.
1: whatever. Anyway, so good. Uh, uh, we bought another four copies of it. and We're giving them away through Dutch Potato to try and uh, Oh, yeah, There you go. Give more people playing, which is nice. Hmm. Uh,
0: other
1: than that, um, I actually haven't played a lot of um, digital games. Oh my god, it's, I haven't. Wow. A, I
0: haven't a chance either. I've been. I'm um, sorry. I'm sorry. I've been playing. I'm going on a. Um, uh, AAA kick at the moment. I usually play a lot of indie games, but the past few okay. weeks, like I went from Horizon Zero Dawn straight into Mass Effect Andromeda. And the end of that, I finished it the day Prey came out and I've gone straight into Prey.
1: Oh, I haven't played that yet. Um, although Nap, Nap, Nap did, uh, I, Nap did uh, show me how to use like family mode in um, Steam. Yeah. Did you oh, no, you share- he mentioned he was going to do we that. We can, like, share each other's library. So, he did that, and he wants me to play Dark Souls 3. And um- It's not family mode. That's called um, piracy. Oh, whatever it's called. <laughs> it's- uh, I don't think it is, though, because I can't play games while he's
0: playing them. Yeah, okay. Well, it's conditional piracy. Well, anyway. It's a, <laughs> it's a feature in Steam. That allows you to... It's one-click piracy. They don't care. Either way. Yeah. Either way. That means you'll never get to play it because he's always in it anyway. <laughs> yeah. Um, um, yeah, wherever it is. And we're going to have, uh, okay, yeah, we're gonna yeah, have so. some news. Um, I'm going to do... I'll do... I'm reviewing something. I'm actually going to have a bit of a chat about some of the games I've been playing, just in brief, because um, I want to stay focused on the indie stuff, but I only want to mention these because of there's some unique mechanics that I think people can draw some stuff from in some of the stuff I've been playing. Um, and we're going to have our long-awaited chat totally, totally unprepared as you will mm. no doubt about superhero games.
1: Oh yeah! Well, welcome to my fucking life. Like, you know, <laughs> everything I do is unprepared. Uh, no preparation. Cro- Walk in. I've made Who a cares? career of being
0: unprepared. It's Great. <laughs> well, okay. Let's jump into the news. I hear you have some news. Let's get that music running. I don't
1: know what the music is, but it's just. I have the tiger.
0: God damn it! You know
1: that. Um. So, have you heard um, that um, Oculus is uh, closing up their, uh, their studio?
0: Oculus? What? They're, they're, they don't have a studio, but their company? Uh, yes. Oh, conspiracy theory. You know who owns no. Oculus, don't you? No, um, Story Studio. What?
1: Okay, Story what the- Studio, they won like a bunch of Emmys and shit for, um, for some of their Emmys. VR. Emmys. They mode. won
0: Emmys, did they? For video games. Yeah. Emmys. Yeah, I think there was an Emmy category.
1: Yeah, it's well, I mean, they're not games exactly. They're more like the interactive stuff. Like, you
0: know, oh, okay, yeah, 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 yeah. I was yeah, yeah, about Emmys for, for games. Okay, now that's fun.
1: Yeah, yeah. So, so anyway, so they're, technology um, and engineering. That's so, game. okay, so what what Oculus have done? Just um, it was last year. I think towards the end of last year, um, they basically dropped a two hundred fifty million dollar fund. Uh, it's a it's a global fund that anyone who's developing VR content can basically apply for. Yum, right? So um, and uh, they've only put 50 million of that towards non-gaming stuff. Okay, right? Um, so yeah, it's um yeah they they they've closed up. Uh, did you ever see um uh, there, there was a little short film called um, Dear Angelica? No. Uh, you should check it out. Um, if you, you can get them on the on the Oculus store, but um, yeah, they're they're closing it. Um, I don't really
0: know no. why. No, they're shutting down. Okay, no, no, no. It's okay. There's... Yeah, okay, 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 cool, cool. Oculus is not shutting down. There I is didn't a, say that. I said they're shutting down their studio. You led by literally saying Oculus is <laughs> shutting down.
1: <laughs> well, it's a good thing we're recording this because I said they're shutting down their studio.
0: I didn't even know they had a studio because I remember when Facebook yeah. Facebook brought oh, bought Oculus... What? A year ago? Two years ago? Something like that? Um, briefly before the guy that made Oculus was killed by, um, by a car in the street. I'm yeah. not going to draw any um, theories about that at all. No, not at all. Um, and then uh, Microsoft bought the majority of stock in Facebook. So Oculus is technically a Microsoft technology. Very technically. Yeah.
1: Oh, look, okay. Um, I, I think what happened with Oculus is that they... No one was really creating content because it was very new technology. And like, I know a bunch of people who bought the the original like Oculus dev kit. The DK2, they like, oh, the one the- I have
0: sitting in the cupboard. The-
1: <laughs> yeah, it was like, oh, this is, this is great. I'm going to make all sorts of stuff for this. And then they didn't because, you know, who the fuck knows how to even do that? It's brand new. So I think Oculus <clears throat> basically went out to market, started creating their own content. And were like, hey, this is how you do it. And then people, it kind of, it's now picked up. They don't need to do that.
0: Oh, well, the thing that really boosted the VR side of things was Unity got on board with all of the VR headsets. So, Unity has direct support for Oculus and Vive. Um, yeah. So, you, yeah. you publish a game, you can you can just go, yeah, make it support that. The, the problem you get is every goddamn Unity game that I tried on the Oculus DK2 didn't work. It was supposed mm. to. But anyway, so anyway they're closing anyway,
1: That's my news. Okay, my news. News. my news. My
0: news. Oh, God. Balls. Balls. Hang on. Hang on. Hang on. Do you want me to, do you want Wait. Me to go again? No, 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 no. No, no. It's fine. It's fine. Fine. Yep, yep. you go again. <laughs>
1: <laughs> okay, so Overwatch, which of course you know is that uh, Blizzard game that everyone plays and you don't. Um,
0: everyone plays it.
1: Okay, it is now a billion dollar franchise.
0: Hasn't even been a year. Yeah, it's. Blizzard do this. Mm. Blizzard don't release anything for. Ages, and then they go here's a game, and they make billions of dollars out of it. Yep. Um, so they are now the eighth billion dollar
1: franchise in uh, Activision Blizzard's portfolio. God.
0: Mm-hmm. Is it Activision yeah. part of the same company? I didn't. I didn't actually know that. <laughs> what? <laughs> I, didn't, I didn't actually know that either. i just looking at this. No, no, that can't be right because that means act. That means Call of Duty is linked to StarCraft, and that I cannot accept.
1: Yeah, they're. Hang on, no, I'm reading uh, articles here, and they're all referred to as Activision Blizzard. Wait, hang on. Is this some major news that we've somehow missed? Yep. Overwatch Adventure... Activision the- Blizzard
0: Incorporated is an American video game in Santa what? Monica. What the fuck? How hang on, is- no, I don't remember this happening. No,
1: this, this didn't happen. This did can't it?
0: have happened... Have we done that thing that happened to Worf in Next Generation where we've just suddenly like skipped just one dimension to the left and everything's different? What? I don't know. Merger. Oh, I- 2007? Oh, okay. What? <laughs> what?
1: When did that happen? Did, two, well, 2007. <laughs> so they merged So they merged with um, Vivendi, which, which owns Sierra and Blizzard.
0: Yeah. I know Sierra right. got sucked in. I, I, I didn't know Blizzard. I huh. thought Blizzard was always its own entity. Wow. Why did I... they need to move, merge? No, no I, think it,
1: I think it's a PR thing. Because this is new. I've never seen so many references to Activision Blizzard. No, it's I always see them referred to Activision separate. Blizzard. Activision Blizzard. yeah. And,
0: and like four episodes ago you actually said, is, is Activision even still operating? So you obviously weren't exposed to that name that often, unless you're no, buying Call no. of Duty. Did you know that right. their revenues, like, holy crap, their revenues in 2015 was five billion dollars a year? Yeah, six point six in 2016. Jesus. Um. Anyway, um. There yeah, you go. Right, okay. New, news from ages ago that I didn't know. We're gonna get slapped up by our audience on this because I guarantee everyone knew this and somehow we have just not. I think I th- I think it might have been a PR thing. I think they've kept it quiet and then they've suddenly gone.
1: All right, it's it's been you know nine years. People surely won't be shocked about this.
0: And they were wrong. We're going to, get, uh, we're going to <laughs> get letters. We're going to get letters from people saying, "No, this was all over the news. Where were you guys?" I think, well, in 2017, in 2007, probably playing oh. goddamn games. Well, okay. Yeah, anyway, what was ago. what was, it what was the 26. actual news? Oh, yeah, you were talking about oh, that.
1: I was. I was a teacher when that happened. I wasn't even in the IT industry. Yeah, that's my excuse. What's your excuse?
0: My company uh, had just been absorbed by another organization at that point.
1: Oh, there you go. We're busy. But we're busy, motherfuckers. If you want to hit us up on this, suck our collective penises
0: because we were busy. <laughs> you we're busy not- being professionals. You're not advocating that. Oh, Jesus. I hope we don't have any <laughs> underage listeners. Shit. You, <laughs> you, I don't know what just happened there, but you could so, be in legal, so, legal trouble there. Sorry, Bella. Have you been watching- <laughs> Sorry, Bella's mom. <laughs> have you been watching um, Silicon Valley? Have you caught up on it yet? Nah, you I haven't really gotten around should. to watching it yet. You really no, should. No, because- Do you know it's just been released? <gasps> No. American Gods, I just don't it's- care.
1: Ah, American Gods is freaking awesome. Um, you you need to watch it. It's it's the it's the Neil Gaiman Neil Gaiman
0: book. You know one of the, one of you the best know, books ever read. You know my problem. You know my thing about y- things like this. The more people that say you have to watch this, the less inclined I am to watch it. To the point where I, I, I don't end up seeing all of the things that people tell me to to watch over and over because I develop a block. Like no no I'm done. Not watching it.
1: So, we just a rever- there you go. I'm
0: a I'm a reactive hipster. I'm a reactive hipster. Yeah. So, hipsters, I'm- when you walk around saying that you're a hipster because you, you know, reject the the um the norms of society by going and actually fitting in with the norms of an even larger society, suck it yeah. because that's not being a hipster anyway, and I'm not a hipster, you just all suck. I've just so- offended hipsters, and you've offended <laughs> underage children and their parents. On with the news. Yeah. Well, I-
1: I, In fairness, I have a hipster beard and you spend your time uh, doing up old motorbikes. You
0: don't- Well, okay. um, uh, They're both pretty hipstery things. Oh, my God. And I have the Amish- What the Amish hipster beard thing going where it's like- Oh, I just shaved on the front
1: and under it. By the way, I wanted to ask you more information about this motorbike that I saw yesterday. Oh, which the one? The one that was the one that was Ace Comics, the Royal Enfield one.
0: Oh, okay. I don't know much about that that particular model. Royal Enfield is a uh, it's a company that's been around for a long time. Um, I think they started making motorbikes in 1901, was it? Because they look they looked amazing, and very this, cool, like, ar- ar- army green kind well, of color to it. This is actually interesting. I had this conversation yesterday with Chrissy because I was, as you know, I'm a i am have a video game background and I'm a programmer by trade, and mm. by all writes, there should be no part of me that has any interest in this side of things. And I've worked out what it was. Um, and Royal Enfield is a really good example of it. You know how when you looked at it, it looks cool and unique. And it kind of looks very vintage and like uh, yeah, yeah. post-World War I. The style of it is like very... It's it's one of those things. It doesn't look like the new dirt bikes you see people riding on the road that look all exactly the fucking same. So, um, so
1: so hang on. So, what you're saying is it's it's the kind of thing that... You get into that, you know, not many other people are into because you know they don't know what it was like, and you like having something that uh, other people don't have.
0: No, like completely a, wrong. Like, right <laughs> I sort sort of. No, no. It's um, Chris, uh, Chris, and I also like like nineteen forties and fifties cars. I've always found them cool. Um, and the reason for that is in say you know the thirties through to probably even the sixties and the early seventies cars. Vehicles, things like that, they were done artistically. People designed them and yeah. said, let's make something look cool and unique and different. Whereas nowadays, everyone goes, let's make a car that looks exactly the fucking same as every single other car that's on the road. All cars look predominantly identical nowadays. Um, whereas back then, they look significantly different, which is why I don't really have interest in cars now, but I like classic cars. Um, a lot of motorbike uh, producers, and there's a company... If anyone, If anyone is... Even peripherally interested in all the stuff I babble about motorbikes, um, there's a company in Brisbane called, I think it's Ellis Speed uh, is, is how you pronounce it. And what they do, they yeah. buy like old motorbikes, like posty bikes and stuff like that. And they completely custom build like a new bike out of them. And some of them are friggin' amazing. They look like a cross between things from sci-fi films to things that were maybe around, you know, 100 years ago. Um, But motorcycles have maintained this individual personality thing. And that's why I like it because you and I, well, I don't know about you, but I don't just, I don't like stuff that other people do because other people like doing it (laughs) I like to go and do my own Mm. thing. So, it's kind of the same thing. Okay. So, I've just had a real quick look and I think, I think I found this bike and it is not an old bike. Um, Oh, no, no, no. That bike, actually, I, I found that afterwards. It's one of their new models. It's a 2015 model, but it is modeled after the design of a 1905 model. Yeah, so I think it's the classic five hundred. Is that the one that you found? Um, it's it actually comes in that greeny color, Hang on.
1: Yeah. Uh it looks very, very similar. Um, and you know what? They are really not expensive. Oh, I don't know, I don't know actually. It's eight thousand dollars. Is that expensive for a bike?
0: Um it depends on what you're comparing it to. If you're comparing it to a well, that's a, uh, two, mid-range that a Yamaha or mid range Yamaha and a Honda? Oh new, no, not really. Um because i mean you get bmx but uh not bmx bmx bmw <laughs> different um yeah, yeah. that are up around you know the the fifteen twenty grand mark
1: oh okay cool um, yeah so the thing not...
0: i like though all of the stuff that i work with <gasps> is generally stuff no, you find for 100 bucks it. and then you you just no, mess I, with I, it
1: no i know what it was i know i'm literally looking at the bike we saw yesterday the one we saw yesterday was a royal enfield classic desert storm
0: yep with the green
1: Two, yep 2017 uh just just under 9 grand um that's Okay. Okay. I'm not a big motorbike guy, um, and I'm not. I'm not a car person. Like, I mean, I've told you the story, haven't I? Of how I bought my car yeah, before I walked yeah. in. <laughs> like, wa- <laughs> <laughs> or I walked in and I said, I I know nothing about cars. I don't give a shit about the engine. I need something that drives nicely. Um, it has leather interior. You know, I need to be able to pick up a client and not be embarrassed. Because yeah, so exactly. I was driving around a Hyundai Accent at the time. So, I was like, I can't pick them up on a fucking Hyundai Accent. <laughs> We've all owned go,
0: one of those at some point. Yeah, and it's was like, oh
1: fantastic to meet you can I have half a million dollars like I mean it's not something I can do so I was like no I need something that and and it, it feels like a Mercedes or a BMW doesn't have the price tag yeah. and I was looking around originally like mazda sixes and because
0: I was like well that's they're a nice car they're nice like oh god
1: they're so expensive holy crap I yeah. have no idea that's they actually why I got like the 40 grand
0: to the cX3 the inside's just as nice but it's yeah. still freaking expensive so, yeah
1: so, anyway, so I, when I was in the dealership, I'd explained this and I said, you know, it needs, like, it needs to look nice at night as well as during the day. And, you know, it needs to drive nicely, so on and so forth. And he's like, ah, it sounds like you're describing the new Suzuki Swift. I'm like, I'm definitely not describing the, the new hell? Suzuki Swift. What the fuck? Hang like, on, hang on. I don't know that much about cars, but I know that he not- just
0: walked straight out of that dealership and gave him the finger because that is not a... I <laughs> want something that makes it look good. It feels like a Mercedes and makes it look good to clients. Oh, that's a Suzuki Swift. No, it's yeah. not. Oh, well, it's a Honda Jazz then. What are you talking about? Shut up.
1: Yeah, a Suzuki Swift. Isn't a Suzuki Swift, what, we, don't like 40% of all... Like girls at uni drive a Suzuki Swift. Suzuki think Swift is
0: specifically designed with p- people between the ages of eighteen and twenty-two before they can yeah. afford an actual car.
1: Exactly, and I was, like. I'm just thinking about okay. They're not mechanically.
0: Mechanically, they're very, very oh good God. cars, but it's not what you described.
1: No, and like I'm thinking back when you and I were at uni, pretty much everyone had a uh, remember those shitty little Datsuns. Um,
0: no. Yeah, when, when I was Datsun's at uni, three, every everyone. I knew I owned either Barina or uh, Excel. Yeah, Barinas,
1: Barinas, Excels, um, Datsuns were the other big one because they were because you could get them secondhand from the eighties for like oh the one
0: the one twenty Ys because they never broke ever. Yes,
1: yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, or um, or Suzuki Swift. They were the cars that everybody had. But anyway, yeah, yeah. So anyway, that's how I bought it. But yeah, no, anyway. But I'm looking at these and
0: these Royal Enfield bikes
1: look great.
0: Cool. They look really, really nice. They're really they're really cool. That's actually what I am attempting. That look that you see there is what I am attempting to build one of my Honda Cubs into. That's why I'm redoing all the bodywork and stuff because I like that. Because, yeah, it looks like it's been picked up from, you know, post-World War I um, and would be ridden yeah. by Indiana Jones through explosions. But what I don't understand is why they're so cheap. That
1: seems very, very cheap to me. Mm. $9,000 for that.
0: It's, it's, not, it's not cheap. It's really? not cheap. Um, it's, okay, well, it depends what kind of bike, bike you're into. Because, uh, like, if you're looking for... Th- okay, for that kind of look, that look you probably only get in, you know, Harley's. and. There's a lot of other brands that do stuff. Indian and stuff like that, which are really, really nice. Have that kind of style look. Yeah. And, yes, for the style of that look you're getting in there, that's a pretty decent price.
1: Mm. Uh, if you're talking brand, about that's brand new
0: um if you're talking about dirt bikes i mean you, you're looking at if you're looking at a harley that has a very similar thing to that like a harley fat boy or something they started yeah. around uh 20 grand second hand
1: why like i'm just I'm not, like i'm just curious like why is there a
0: is there a specific advantage to them oh they're a dick they're a penis. It's right. Harley-Davidson. It has Harley-Davidson written on it, so they can charge okay, three so times brilliant. the amount of any other bike. And, and not that I have any grief with Harley-Davidson's, but I know for a fact, mechanically, you compare a Harley-Davidson to a Honda, it breaks down a lot more than a Japanese-made bike. Yeah, right. So, <laughs> yeah, so, it's, it's the na- so it's, welcome it's to- image, man. It's the same, it's the same reason that um, you get uh, specific computer like products, like Razer and uh, Alienware and stuff, mm-hmm. cost a million times more than the you know, exactly identical the same, laptops in yeah. cheaper brands.
1: So welcome to Dice and Pixels the
0: podcast we swear is about gaming dice pixels <laughs> and vehicles did you yeah, just a- t- to round that off you did see that i've the, the the uh the scooter thing that matt gave me i'm turning into an off road dirt bike yeah i saw that i yeah. saw that
1: so back at to my, the news. at my funeral
0: we can review some games um
1: i don't know i okay so i don't know this seems lame now like by What's comparison, that? I just want to keep looking at motorbikes, and I don't even—I don't even really like motorbikes, but I like those ones anyway. Welcome to the um, club.
0: You've done what I did. Yeah.
1: So anyway, so uh, so this there's, there's some really old games that have been added to the Hall of Fame. Really? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that? it's fucking boring. It seems boring now. So uh, uh, Halo has been added to the Hall of Fame. Uh, Donkey Kong. Uh, Pocket Hang on, Monster. Why? And Street Fighter Two. Now, why my are they being is, added to the
0: Hall of Fame now? I thought they're already in there.
1: Yeah. So my question is: if these games were not in the Hall of Fame, what the fuck is already in the Hall of Fame? Let's find out. The Video Game Hall of Fame. So, uh, the website I'm looking at is museumofplay.org.
0: Well, I'm looking at worldvideogamehalloffame.org. So I think I'm hoping that that's that's gonna have accurate. Say, let's see what's in the Video Game. Hall of Fame. What toy and doll connections? What the fuck has that got to that do with is- anything? This, this, this seems pretty cool.
1: I don't know where it is. Where is this museum? Museum. It's called The Strong.
0: Doom just got added there. In uh, it is. It is. It is. It
1: is. Yep. Where is it? What are you talking about? And, well, okay, so the Museum of Play. I can't find an address for it. Oh, here we go. It's in Man- Manhattan, New York. No, Rochester. Is that New York? New York, yeah. I don't know. Cool. Um,
0: New York, New anyway, York. Anyway, sorry.
1: Yeah. So here so, you go. Um, here's, what's,
0: here's what's in it. Oh. The early games contain computer space, gunfight, Atari's Breakout, which I, I know of, which was designed by Steve Jobs and Steve uh, Wozniak, by the way. I should sh- Mario. Um, no, no, that wasn't pre, pre-1978. Mario's, uh, Mario's what they call Golden Age. Oh, no. They're just after Golden Age. Golden Age is Pac Man, Missile Command, um, a whole bunch of stuff like that. Uh, I'm impressed. Uh, Oh, here's. This is interesting. This is interesting. Video Game Hall of Famers. Um, I believe that Super Mario Bros. is not in the Video Game Hall of Fame. What? That seems really strange. It really does. Neither is Sonic the Hedgehog. Those are the two. Biggest, like they've got like monster bash and stuff like that in there, but they don't have a...
1: right did
0: you know that Mario doesn't have a didn't didn't have a mustache in the original Mario graphics there was like a row uh, yes there was a row glow of it. pixels he wasn't supposed to have it, and he's also supposed to be in his early twenties
1: uh yeah, I mean I could believe that i wouldn't well, they haven't set him up to be like going gray or anything have you seen have you seen the um uh there's a poster that got posted on the uh what was the name of that group I saw it today it was one of the nerd groups on Facebook Reddit um no it's like I don't know world geeks or some shit um hang on what was it called world geeks I, I don't can't know find them where are they I, I I have too much crap that I've liked um, that's anyway. okay while uh, we wait yeah, for you so, so, so anyway for so that. someone so, yeah no no someone posted up it was a poster that's been redone um, that looks like uh, Nicolas Cage and Elijah Wood dressed as Mario and Luigi in a new movie <gasps> to be released in oh my god um, but it's it's not real I saw it and I'm like oh that's that's gotta be real because yep, of the Nicolas no, Cage I yeah let's do it <laughs> <laughs> come on Luigi
0: let's do it
1: yeah because <laughs> you because if somebody said to you what? that Nicolas Cage is starring in a remake of the Super Mario Brothers movie, would you immediately go, nah, that can't be right? No,
0: I would immediately go, yes, because it's Nicolas Cage. You, you could tell me that Nicolas Cage is playing a toothbrush for an entire movie and I'd still believe it because yeah. it's the same reason I will also go and see any Nicolas Cage movie because you know it's either going to be brilliant or so bad that it's brilliant. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Bitchin' technology. Okay. So, um yeah. so anyway, so I found the, the poster. This <laughs> is great, the greatest poster I've uh, ever seen. The- yeah. Um it looks like they are in a movie together, but it's not it's not Mario Mario Brothers. Yeah, right. Um I wonder if Elijah Wood's ever gonna age. Ever. Oh, I dunno. Dunno. He's really bizarre in like how little he has <laughs> aged so far. Um, can I, in, on the subject of really bizarre only because it's there and I will—I promise listeners I will share this um, Puck I'm just going to send you across our uh, we can't see each other's screen so I'm going to send you this there you go click at that and uh, <laughs> <laughs> and one, look at the most terrifying thing I've ever seen we'll just wait um, for him to load this link ladies and gentlemen it's Nicolas Cage related so on, we've gone from, link, gone from how did you w- link it to me? Steam Gone from uh, Lou Diamond Phillips to Nicolas Cage. We're, uh, we're going up the ranks, I think. Oh, my God. What the fuck? Um, that's bizarre. Should we get uh, to our reviews? I have a feeling we should get to our reviews because this, no, this is a- No, we're more in the middle. We're in the middle of news. We don't know where we are in the news. This is the most ADD-driven episode that we've ever had. No, it's not.
1: You know that's not true.
0: You know what we should do one day? <laughs> During an episode when we're in the studio doing it, we should just get up and leave. And, like, get in the car and continue podcasting while we, I don't know, go somewhere and then just interview a guy on a beach that's 40 years old. Hey, what do you play?
1: Um, So, uh, one last little bit of news, which is actually news, um, is about Steam. Have you heard that they're um, they're updating the gift-giving functionality?
0: No, what are they doing?
1: Okay, so you know how now if you, if you buy a gift to someone, it basically sends them a message or sends them an email and then you go, oh, okay, thank you. And yeah. it's all pretty straightforward. But the problem with that <clears throat> is that if you already have the game, well, somebody just wasted their money on you.
0: I thought, right? I thought, it, I thought it reverted back. Oh, okay. No, so, yeah, I see what they doesn't. mean. Are they making it so you can, like, choose the person first before you buy it?
1: You, no, you can actually now decline. Well, you will be able to anyway. You can decline it um, or you can, buy, you can buy a game, like, months in advance um, and then choose when it's going to be delivered. Um, and then okay. when it's delivered, someone can choose to decline it or not. If they decline it, immediately refund it back to the buyer.
0: I thought that was already in there. Maybe it's not.
1: No, no, it's not. And think like think about it logically. Why it's not? If you buy a game, well, that's realised revenue for um a developer, right? So if you then have to refund it, they have to go through a manual refund process. So what Steam's doing is kind of stepping up into a more of a middleman kind of space.
0: Right.
1: Okay. Yeah, it's good. It's good. Like it's a good thing. Um, but yeah. Um, okay. But it's, it's it's currently available now. That function. Mm. Hmm. Um, and did you know like I they also dropped in some numbers that I saw in the same article. Um, so Steam currently has about 14 million concurrent users and 125 million total members. Does that seem low to you? That I thought does it would be seem much
0: very low to me. I thought it would be way higher. That seems incredibly low cuz Steam's Steam's kind of uh, there are other platforms of course, but it's the dominant PC gaming platform out there. When you mm-hmm. consider the amount, okay, consider the amount of World of Warcraft users, which is what? The population of Earth or something. Um, yeah. I'm going to do some math. Ladies and gentlemen, I'm just going to do some math. Uh, yeah. Wow's um, player base at the start of 2016 was. Mm, hey. What's this? Load goddamn Australian oh, and, uh, internet.
1: Oh, and speak actually... carrier
0: pigeons. Hey,
1: um, speaking of Australia, by the way, um, in theory, there's a little bit of a... um. Uh, people have been ha- having some trouble getting us to work properly, but in theory, if you live in a country uh, where a game is available in your country but not in another country, you can actually buy it for them and then they can play it. <clears throat> okay, that's pretty cool. That's a side effect um, of this. But, either way, uh, yeah, that's, people have had that issues sounds with it. low. That
0: sounds low. Mm. Oh, well, that's yeah. fine. Close that one down. So that's news. That's the news. I have no news. I, I have not found any other news because you keep distracting me and sending me to things that are, you know, pictures of Nicolas Cage and random, random things about.
1: I did know such a thing.
0: You did. You <laughs> did. You're a horrible um, influence on everybody that you come yeah. in contact with.
1: So I did also just want to do a uh, little quick chat about uh, free comic book day yesterday. Yeah. I-,
0: <laughs> I need you to give me the comic you got for me. That is the greatest yeah. comic
1: I've ever seen. Yeah, so I mean, technically, I got it for us to share. So I'll read it and then I'll give it to you. But I also have, you know, a game sitting here that I have to give to you. Um, So, I mean, you know, when I eventually see you. 2019. Oh. um,
0: Yeah, that's a good point. But um, we'll start going to Netherworld constantly or something. Fuck yes.
1: Um, But um, yeah, yeah, yeah. So um, so, uh, we went to Ace Comics. Um, It's not just at Ace Comics, it is everywhere. Now, Ace Comics. By far, a superior experience to Comics, etc. Really, which is where we went last year. Yeah, Comics, etc. is 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 the biggest one for a long time. There for years, I thought that was a Comics, etc. thing because they publicize it so much. Yeah, right. Now, what happens is you and people often don't know it's not free comic. It's comics. Um, so comics. uh, Different stores do different numbers of comics. Comics Etc do 10. So, you turn up, you get 10 free comics. Uh, Ace Comics do four. Um, uh, and the, the, but that's because the stores have to pay for it. Yeah, yeah. Right? So, it depends on how much they want to spend on it and so on and so forth. So, anyway. So, um, uh, uh, we went to Comics Etc last year and I went with um, uh, my... Uh, she was... My daughter, she was four at the time. Um, we waited in line for an hour and a half all the way down... Oh, whatever street is Adelaide Street or whatever. Um then you go in and as you're walking in on the wall they have up posters for each of the comics and they there were like thirty to choose from. Yeah. And then you go up to the the table which is like not even inside the store. This is like in the alleyway outside and There wouldn't have, be room
0: inside the store.
1: No, there's big bins of comics and you go they go, what do you want? And they go that one, that one, that one, that one you choose them, they give them to you in a bag and then you can either then turn around and walk out or you can continue on into the store but from where you
0: stand you can see that the store is fucking packed of course it is because it's a it's a C- cbd heavily advertised way of giving you free stuff yeah so sounds like it sounds like the original supernovas that yeah used to so be we the rna we,
1: yeah so we walked in got the comics <clears throat> walked out and went and got pancakes all right so we didn't you know it was a good day but not at comics etc it was a pain in the ass and you know like as a four-year-old, she did amazing standing in line for that long. Mm. Um, but, um, okay, so uh, it was okay. The comics are fantastic. Um, uh, I, still, I still tell people about the Archie comic that came out. If, if you haven't read the updated Archie, go and get it. It is, oh, my God, it is fantastically made, really, really well made. And this is not Riverdale. There was a Riverdale um, comic out this year. Which um uh which Annika got. My wife got. So mm-hmm. um uh that should be good. But um yeah, no, the, the the there's a it's a two series um Archie comic. I think it's six comics in each series. Um they are absolutely brilliant and you will not regret going and getting them. But anyway, so um they're a little bit more mature than um uh than the originals, obviously. Yeah. But anyway, so now that was Comic book day last year. Comic book day this year, we went to Ace Comics. So, we got there at about 10 o'clock and we figured we were basically in for a bit of a hellish time because of 10 o'clock in the morning. On a Saturday, we thought, we're going to be waiting in line just for fucking ever. Okay. So, what Ace Comics have done is along one of their walls, they put up the stand with all the free comics and then they brought in um, pretty much every comic indie creator that they could and said, set up. Give out whatever comics you want. Sell whatever comics you want. So, it was like another little mini indie showcase, but just artists. Okay. All right. So, Kay from MCA Comics was there. Sean Craig was there. A couple other familiar faces I saw as well, but we haven't had along officially. Um, They're all coming to the next indie showcase, by the way. Oh, I Um, expected that. Yeah, there was one guy, oh my God, he had art that he'd done that was all based on Street Fighter. I'm like, we oh, need to get you in the room with get Christopher. with the d- 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 yeah. guy. What's his name? The Chris. Chris. Yes. Christopher. Yes. Yeah. Um, with, um, uh, what was the actual name of his game? It changed, didn't it? Just before.
0: Hey, you know what we should do? Write shit down. You know what we, no, no. Well, that's part of it. Um, No. Wait, I forgot what I was saying. No. You know what we should do? Okay. Okay, here's a concept. Here's a concept for you. I think you'll like this. I think you'll like this. I mm-hmm. hope you like this. I hope some of our developers. We we do the um the the indie, indie event things for generally the uh, public to experience new games stuff like that. And there's a little bit of yeah. working in etc. <clears throat> we should run an event that is, it's it's speed dating, but it's for creators and other types of creators. So you basically get all of the video or all of the tabletop game creators you've got. And you get a whole bunch of artists and people that do other things, and then you just have five minutes at each table and they switch between it and talk about what they're doing.
1: Well, I mean, that's kind of what the indie showcase is.
0: No, 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 it is, sort of, but you did, no, no, no. But without the public being there. So it's, it's not just about playtesting and stuff like that. It is literally a business only event to hook people up. Yeah. I know, I know that happens at the end, but I'm also conscious as the, as the indie events get bigger and we get more tables, so that will happen less and less. Because there'll be more of the public there.
1: Okay. I know exactly what you're talking about. Um, you, there, now, you've been to networking events, right? Unfortunately, and yes. F- fuck knows I've been to networking events, like a million of them. And there's been a few that I've gone to that have been uh, universes better than others. And those ones are where the
0: people hosting it make an effort to force you to talk to lots of yeah, people. Yeah, that's what I'm talking about. You make it so there's actually yeah. tables and and each person rotates around all those tables, like we did at that government event thing that was a piece of shit.
1: No, that no 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 no. no. You don't do it that way. I've been to a better one, which is it's a networking event and it's a, but they they play sort of very light networking games. So the person who is presenting um, basically takes breaks almost. So, every sort of 10 minutes, he's like, okay, another couple of minute break. Go and find someone and talk about your favorite pet. No, Little that's horrible.
0: Like that. I wouldn't go to that. That sounds terrible.
1: No, it was good though. I walked out of
0: there with like 40 business cards. Okay. okay. And no, 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 no. I got a I'm, lot of business at okay. that particular event. A lot of the people we're comparing are artists. Remember, my background is primarily art. One of the things that you'll notice about artists is artists. Artists are like me and Nathaniel at a networking event we will go out of our way to not have to talk to anyone. I'm actually talking about a thing where you have people lined up with games and then artists go and sit at each one and go through it, talk about their game, see what they're doing, see if they can offer any assistance towards that. Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah, okay. Um, because if you make it freeform and if you put anything to do with the word networking event on it, a lot of people go, no, oh, fuck that. Yeah, right. I know like visual artists and stuff like that, they're not, they're not the kinds of people that usually get out there and talk. They're usually quite reserved and quiet.
1: Yeah, right. I think cool. that would
0: work. Anyway, hang on. Aren't you meant to be reviewing Tabletop Simulator? We should do that. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Because okay. we're, we're
0: running out of time soon, so we'll do our superhero thing
1: <laughs> next week. Let's review the game. Oh, really? I had, like, superhero facts and stuff all good to go. Yeah, keep them for next week. Well, hang on. I, I just want to give you a little teaser. We'll okay. Give, well, did little no, teaser. give us a
0: teaser at the end of the show. No, fact because... number one. No, no, fact no. One. Lead it into the next week. Did you know? No, stop it. You do what you they know. do at the end of an episode, so leave them on a cliffhanger. You go, we're going to do the oh, listen in next week. Okay. Tune in. Yeah. All right.
1: So, okay. So, um, how much do you know about tabletop simulator? Um, you sent it to me. Okay. Um, and <laughs> uh, that's what I know. Right. Okay. Did you did you know that Superman was supposed to be a bald character?
0: I hate what <laughs> you've just done. <laughs> <laughs> um. Somehow, Superman was meant to be like Lex Luthor? (laughs)
1: Yeah. Yeah. So, um, the Lex Luthor character is what Superman was originally supposed to be. And he got changed into a hero. And then they just left Lex Luthor Luthor there. So,
0: anyway. Okay. So, Tabletop Simulator. As the second in command. And the bad guy. Yeah.
1: Okay. So, um, yeah. Tabletop Simulator. So, Tabletop Simulator. I saw this a little while back and I actually played a demo of it. And I wasn't that impressed. Um, it seemed like a clunky kind of interface um, the, and, and, and it, it wasn't that easy to use. So, the, the idea of it is that you don't... Okay, there's a distinction here. You don't play games in it. It doesn't run games for you. You simulate the fact that you're playing games and kind of by a side effect, you end up playing a game. I know that sounds weird. Sounds um, very strange yeah so what what people what people have done and there's about fourteen thousand fucking games on here right um, uh and it's virtually every game you you've ever played is on here every tabletop game you've ever played is on here. what people have done is they've gone and they've scanned all the assets um they put them in, and then you use them to play a game so the game the tabletop simulator itself doesn't play the game for you it doesn't run the game you just happen to have. All the assets down in front of you. Okay. Which I know sounds weird. It does sound weird. But um, there's a tutorial that at the beginning of Tabletop Simulator, uh, anyone who buys this, you must use the tutorial. You absolutely must. Um, because you kind of like zoom around the table and there's all sorts of shortcuts and stuff that are like critically
0: important to Fucking know. If you don't on. do sorry, it. Sorry. 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 I'm just. You're not. No. Oh, my God. You are not wrong. Because I thought yeah. when you said literally every tabletop, it's like, oh, yeah, D&D and card games. Fuck, no, they have Exploding Kittens, Boss Monster. They have literally mm-hmm. everything we've ever played on the show. Yeah. So um, Game creators out there that are looking mm-hmm. at getting your tabletop games out. Dude, they already do. They... It they must be do. easy to create content. How the hell do you do this?
1: No, I don't think it's easy. Um, it's a fantastic engine that they've created to do this. Um, it's it's really really good. So okay, so just to give you an idea. Um, so far on this, we've played Munchkin. Um, we played King of Tokyo, which by the way is a huge amount of fun and, co- and a really straightforward game. You should jump in and play
0: that with us. Um, oh, we played- the only reason okay, the only reason I kept okay, I, I'm I'm now seeing the uh thing of this is listeners, we can now do playthroughs of the games we review if they're on here at least. Um, that That's you right. can actually watch. We don't have to find a way to get into the same room. Yep. So, um, now, and one of the things that, you know, like
1: we know, it's not like we've, not like people have like complained at us about it. I've, I've complained at this because um, we often can't afford to go and spend $80, $90 on a tabletop no, game. exactly. Just for a review. And as much as I would love to throw thousands and thousands of dollars into tabletop games, I'm not in a position to do that. Um, this. Allows us to actually do a review of the game. And there's like King of Tokyo. I am one hundred percent buying King of Tokyo. I'm hundred percent buying Flux. So I'm hundred percent buying. Super uh,
0: oh, there's so many fluxes though. Which variation are you gonna buy? There's like two hundred variations. We've
1: we we played Monty Python and Zombie last night. Both of them were amazing. And they I didn't realize like they were basically different games. It was they were so good. Um so okay, so just to give you an idea, these are the games that we that we've played so far on it. Very successfully, we played Boss Monster, uh, King of Tokyo, secret Hitler, Flux, uh, Munchkin, um, uh, what else did we play? we We started playing uh, betrayal of House in the Hill. yeah, um, and we we put that off to the side. Um, and we didn't have enough people to play ladies and gentlemen, but we wanted, but that's one that we're probably going to play tonight. Now, the other games that I've already gone through and I've picked out that we're gonna play is Quantum, Myth, The Big Book of Madness, Imperial Settlers, Dead of Winter, Forbidden Island, Arkham Horror, Sheriff of Nottingham, Blood Rage, Mombasa, Quadropolis, Tixarp, Star Wars Rebellion, Terraforming Mars, Ticket to Ride, Mansions of Madness, <gasps> Ticket to Ride, Plank. Ticket to Ride.
0: Get me into the yeah. Ticket to Ride game. Yeah, yeah Lords of
1: Lords of Waterdeep. Um, I mean this and the thing is like, okay, the the flux version that we've put in this, and this is this is all in the workshop. You don't have to do anything other than browse the workshop and go, I like that. Hit the plus symbol. Yeah. Done.
0: Listeners, just to give you an idea, there are 15,000 tabletop games in the library. Now, a lot of them
1: are in Russian, German, and French. <coughs>
0: uh, and there's some
1: here in Japanese as well. And Japanese. Now, uh, so they're obviously not. Great. There's also a lot of... Oh, there's a lot of dickheads on here who keep hosting all of their fucking shit in um, Dropbox. So, they put all their what? assets in Dropbox and then Dropbox blocks them when they have thousands of people who try and access the, all the assets. So That's stupid. Oh, so dumb. Um, because from what I can, like, these guys, they don't have their own servers that you upload stuff to. Right? Um, you have to host it somewhere else. Don't put it in fucking Dropbox. Put it in so literally yeah. anything but Dropbox. Dropbox is Be- terrible because what happens is that you load the game and it just it it shits itself and everything falls apart. Great. Um. So yeah, it's um. Yeah, and now the other thing too is there's a whole bunch of games on here where you can go beyond just putting in the in the assets. Oh, and they've all been like. Like um, all the miniatures and everything have been like three D scanned in. Yeah, it's awesome. Um, uh, we are going to run d anD D game on this. Um, we've we found a pretty good table for it. Um, so we're going to have a, just a trial D anD D game. And now this is something that you might be interested in, Cubal, because I know you struggle sometimes to. I struggle make to it. be
0: able to get to the get to the places. I really do want to play. Um, yeah. However, I struggle to be able to get to the places at the times and stuff like that. So because I have unique circumstances. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah. So, you might be able to try this. Um be beautiful because I might be able to get uh, everyone here into this as well. Yeah. So,
1: here's the really cool thing, though, is you've got- Okay. There's some extra functionality in here, which you don't really think of until you're looking at it. Like, that makes a lot of sense. You can script things. So, for a game setup, um, you can just- um, you can write a little script that will deal out the right number of cards. It'll set up the table in the right way. That's really good for games that are quite complicated, like uh, Lords of Waterdeep, for example, has a pretty big setup. It just does it all for you. Um, it, uh, you can drop in a tablet, and on the tablet, you can actually embed a website into it. So, for things like your rules, uh, uh, you can have the rules on the website <clears throat> inside the tablet. Jeez. Um You can have notebooks in here. You can bring in your own assets. So, um, uh, uh, you can draw on the table. Um, You can, on the table itself that you're looking at, you can load in a map or another image. You can put in a, uh, like a surrounding image. So, I'm looking at the Exploding Kittens one right now, for example. Someone has made a, uh, it's a VR type style um, uh, room that you're in, which is all like the exploding... um, uh, like like the planets, they, they look like the, like the cats like hanging off of um, planets and stuff. Um, and then the table is itself amazing. is a custom one. It's incredible, but I mean, like this is uh, there's this particular version I'm looking at. Someone's put together exploding kittens, and they've also done the exploding kittens NSFW deck as well. Yeah,
0: that's the one. Yeah, that that's the one. Um, uh, the fl-
1: the flux version that I downloaded it has fourteen versions of flux in it. Um, you know, the Boss Monster version I downloaded has Boss Monster, Boss Monster 2, and all of the expansions. The Munchkin version I downloaded has like 30 versions in it, plus I've also expansions.
0: noticed as well, I've also noticed, um, now, I'm waiting for a hand grenade to go off in these guys' hands, um, only for these specific ones. I've noticed that they have community-built mm. Pokemon the card game and Magic the Gathering. Now, with Magic the Gathering, I'm waiting for Wizards of the Coast to go die. Why? Because they've got their own digital version. So? They make their money from people going to
1: tournaments and playing and holding the cards and loving the collectability of them. That's where they make their money from.
0: That's this, true. However, however they, a have a division. Massive... they have a division that has made an electronic version of the game. And this is essentially a, a replica of that. That's how what m- could get someone in a problem. problem. How, many comp- how many computers do most people have in their house? I don't know. One. Two, maybe. Well, it depends um, if you're talking about me or normal people.
1: Well, I mean, I've, I've got one laptop that, that can run games. Um, uh, if I ever wanted to play a tabletop game with my wife, I would have to buy it. This is not something, this is not something that you play with multiple people on one computer. That's
0: not what this is. No, no, no. Said, but you can play it online with people. And that's what I'm saying. Magi- uh, like, like, like Wizards of the Coast have a Magic the Gathering. You play online with multiple people.
1: Uh, yeah, they do, but they don't make any money from it. They actually use that more as a marketing tool mm. yeah okay. um it's the they uh, if if nothing else, I would say that this would get people into it more um it's not a oh, I'm gonna use that, so I don't have to buy the cards no, that's not that's not how the magic community works <laughs> <That's> <laughs> um amazing. no this is this is this is the kind of tool where I mean. Uh, all those games that I just listed off before, um, there's got to be what a thousand? No, more than that. Probably well, fourteen thousand f- in the library. There's. Well, hang let's just say let's let's just say each game is worth fifty bucks, and I'm looking one two three four. I got seven times, sometimes four twenty-one. I got twenty-three games in here, so we've got what. 1500 bucks worth of
0: games, yeah, exactly. And you can use it Um, to uh uh, pre test stuff that you're actually doing. Um, another interesting thing for people who want to to have a look at this, each game's like under a meg, yeah, they're tiny, which is like awesome because the the core of the core of tabletop simulator is about five gig. I was going to install it while I'm on the phone, but it's five gig, so I can't do it right now, yeah. no, 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 it's not, it's not really what you're downloading is you're downloading
1: lists of assets and then it downloads the assets. From somewhere else.
0: No. So, yeah.
1: No. Yeah, it is. Trust me. Um, they're still not massive, but, you know, they are... But each game is maybe 50 to 100 meg.
0: They're
1: not big. So... Oh, no, that's not what I mean. I game. mean, the core
0: of Tabletop Simulator. Like, Tabletop Simulator itself on Steam is 5 oh, was like 5 gig. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, no, I'm talking about the games. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. They're um, tiny. So, um, so yeah, um,
1: look, I, I the, uh, the fact that I've got NBN now as well has made this a lot easier. Um, so what, what, because when you host a server, you're hosting it on your computer. So there are some limitations. If you've got shit internet, it's not going to run very well for
0: you. Yeah. So generally, um, it won't, it won't work for most of Australia. But if you're from overseas yeah. <laughs> or you happen to have a good connection yeah. at work, go for it. Yeah. But see, we've, but, but see, one of our.
1: But see um uh, I mean one of our DMs is moving to Manizer. Um Oh he's and, screwed. Well he's been really he's been really depressed because he's like he doesn't get to play D and D anymore. Um Roll Twenty is is not great. Um the other well, whatever it's called here um uh was it Heroes Forge or whatever? It was? Um no not Heroes Forge. Um the other one. Um that's that's not great either. And they're expensive. They cost if you really want to use Roll20 properly, yeah, the platform's free, but then you've got to buy assets and shit, and it ends up being 50 to 100 bucks each campaign. So, again, it's not easy to run stuff with. Um, so, he's been really down
0: because it's like, well, he doesn't get to really play any games.
1: This means he gets to fucking play games.
0: Well, he should be happy now because over the course yeah. of this year, uh, NBN is rolling out to all of man
1: yeah, which which helps as well. Um so look, this has so far has been absolutely incredible. Um I, I it, it was on special. The only reason I bought it, it was on special um for 10 dollars on Steam. Uh I think last weekend. Um it's worth every cent. Um it's currently back up to twenty bucks. Still worth every cent. Yeah, because-, because it
0: gives you access to all of those games. Yep, and there's Provided tons you of have people friends. playing as well. If you if you well, don't have
1: well nope. Nope, there's tons of people playing as well, and there are in the there's like a, a chat stream of people constantly saying, "Hey, we're looking for one more for this," or "Hey, I'm looking to play." Um, uh, you, you see it all the time. Someone says, "Hey, I, I don't I don't have anyone to play with, but I want to play I... Lords of Waterdeep," and someone says, "Okay, we'll play that." I have a question. And then you see a bunch of people? Match I, have
0: make. A, I have a question. We'll, we'll need to wrap up, but I have a question about the uh, the user base. Is the user base a nice, reasoned user base, or is the user base dota? Oh, I don't think it's Dota. I don't know. I don't think I, anything's Dota, but like well, getting towards Dota where you're like you'll draw a card and then you'll have a, a like reams of text. Um going, I Dota, don't,
1: Dota. Yeah, I I don't I think it I think it is actually a pretty positive uh community just from what I could see. Um I mean look you you're gonna get you're gonna get dickheads. Um but I mean like okay, like I'm looking at this right now and uh, someone's starting up a, a Settlers of Catan game and has just asked for um, experienced people who know how to play. Um, there's, but then there's also someone who's saying, um, I really want to play this game. I'm happy to teach people. Yeah. Right. And in both of them, in both of them, people have immediately gone, yeah, I'm in. Well, and here's another, here's up, another so. interesting
0: uh, thing too, which is, is quite good. Um, fans of Will Wheaton's uh, show, Tabletop, which you should start watching now for a couple of reasons. This is one of them. because yeah. um, There's a collection on uh, Steam Workshop called Tabletop Game Collection. So, every single game that has ever been played on the show to Tabletop that Wil Wheaton hosts is in order listed of when they played it on this and available on Tabletop Simulator. So, if you watch that show and you go, yeah, I nice. really want to try that game, you can go straight in here and try it. Well, where I, where I got that list of games I listed off before
1: for a lot of them is I looked up best Tabletop games and went through and searched for each of them, added them to the Tabletop Simulator and then just this is what I did this morning. It took me like half an hour and I went through and I just loaded each one to see if any of them had those shitty assets that were like hosted on um, Dropbox. Dropbox. Um, they're all good. Um, the only exception that was um, King of Tokyo. King of Tokyo, one of the assets is hosted on Dropbox, but it's like one of the counters. So what we do is every time when we load it up, we delete the counters and we add in just some like, because um, you can load in whatever assets you want. We just load in some like um, like checkers
0: type Oh, okay. well, that's fine. Um so the moral of the story is great platform. Oh, incredible. you should check it out and people should stop using Dropbox because it's horrible.
1: Yep, so if I was Tabletop Simulator, um uh, I would if yeah, if I was the developers of this, um they've got an incredible community, I wouldn't fuck with it. Um it's very tempting to try and charge something. Don't. Just just don't yeah. because you've got an amazing Group here. What I would do instead is maybe start developing out the platform a little bit more to be a little bit more polished um, in terms of presentation um, of the menus. um, uh, The chat is very basic. There's a global chat and there is a game chat. That's fine. And that is it. That's fine. So there's nothing. There's nothing more complicated than that that it would be nice to see that kind of um uh built out a little bit more maybe even more of a um uh a gaming like friends groups in there so i think um uh you know league of legends how you can have like oh yeah yeah like, yeah. yeah like like guild chat and that kind of crap and it's like i mean it's not i mean no one really uses it that much but it'd be nice to be able to say i think i think you'll find you know, that a majority of,
0: i think you'll find that a lot of people that use tabletop simulator will go and go, cool, hey, let's get a game started. And then they'll hop on Skype or any number of like TeamSpeak or something.
1: Yeah. Um, and then there's things... Because uh, like, that's there's what a lot I really, Yeah, there's a lot of really basic stuff. Like um, in every game, there's a notebook um, and you can keep notes on stuff. I mean, there's... Uh, I. It's tricky, really, to know what to do because um, I'm not saying
0: I have specific suggestions, but it just... There's a few things that I well, think. Well, that's okay. They don't even. Better, they, but I'm pretty sure they don't listen to the show, so anything that we say is going to be. Yeah. uh Generally. Anyway. Uh, but. But yeah, no, it's absolutely incredible. Easily give it five nap hugs out of five. Yep. Get some quality. Get some quality. Uh, hosting people that put games up there. That's all we'd say. That mm. that brings us to the end of the show. Um, which is fine because I didn't have any indie reviews anyway. All I was going to say, and they're not reviews because I'm still currently playing the one. Uh. Number one, Mass Effect Andromeda, finished it. Don't see what all the fuss is about saying that it was crap. I thought it was pretty good. I enjoyed it. Um, um, were
1: people saying it was crap?
0: No, they weren't saying it was crap. There's was, there was this band of people saying it's too similar to the original. And there was another band of people saying it's, a, it's too different from the original. I'm like, shut up. Shut up, yeah. people. Just play it as, as its own game. And I found it very good. Gunplay is satisfying. They fixed all those initial launch bugs they had. They fixed the animation issues. Bethesda were really on the ball with that. They responded very quickly to the community, and they fixed literally every concern that people have raised, which is great. Yeah, nice. uh, I like to see game developers doing that. Not Bethesda. Um, sorry, I'm thinking of Prey now. Who who did Mass Effect Andromeda? Yeah, Bi- BioWare. BioWare, I think. BioWare. Um, yeah. So yeah, really on the ball. Uh, the other one that I've just started into because it only came out a couple of days ago, and I have my nice little uh thanks to some JB Hi-Fi vouchers that I uh found. I managed to get this game for free, uh, essentially because nice. it's like old Christmas presents that would Haunting around. I have my nice collector's edition mug that came free with it, uh, is Prey. And so far, I will say, I will, okay, I will say this to anyone uh, who's looking at Prey. If you've had a scratching itch that you want something to, as an article I read, fill the Bioshock or System Shock shaped hole in your life, that is what I would call a mashup between Bioshock, Portal 2, and Half Life. And a couple other things around that thing. This game's great. It's pretty tricky, but so far, it is fantastic. Yeah, right. Um, it's the, the, general, the general plot of this game. me, There was a game that came out called Prey about uh, 10 years ago, 12 years ago, um, which was made by the uh, people uh, 3D Realms, I think, actually. Um, and it was really good. And there was an intended sequel to come out, which got cancelled. Uh Bethesda got hold of the IP for it at one stage and they went cool we're just going to reboot it and we're going to we're going to so it's nothing to do with the original game. Um yeah. you are Morgan Yu and you're uh you're on a um basically a space station in the future. Yeah. Um and humanity has found these uh these group called uh oh crap I can't remember the name of the species but they they're able to mimic other life forms. They're shapeshifters, right? Um, and start, you know, capturing and studying them. And they have these things called neuromods that they've invented, which are very similar to the plasmids in Bioshock. There's a lot of Bioshock elements. I believe the studio, a lot of the people in the studio came from when the Bioshock studio, like, split up when uh, Irrational. Or was it, like, split up? They all came over there. You can see the influence. Um, And basically, these neuromods allow, you know, through experimentation, enhancements of human physiology and thinking time and other assets. Now, they start playing around, and these things are generally designed to, you know, increase your strength, increase your speed, increase your skills in certain things, uh, increase recall, basically the things that let you upgrade your character. So, they've got a nice way of explaining that. And the normal thing where you stick this painful thing in your head and it kind of upgrades your brain sort of thing. Um, However, they start experimenting with the uh, genetics from these creatures uh, in order to see if they can overlay that onto the human genome and create humans with the ability to have these shape-shifting powers. Um, yeah, right. uh, one of the downsides of this is it screws up your memory when you're testing it. So, as your character, you don't really... You have only got fragmented memory of what's happened up to this point. You've got memory up to a point in your past and then it kind of stops while you've been working in this facility. So, the facility has got a very Aperture Labs feel, this facility. Um, and yeah. essentially... One of the life forms breaks out of containment and attacks someone and uses... Basically, every time one of them attacks a person and, you know, does what it needs to do with the corpse, it's able to multiply into three or four new organisms, which can then do it again and So, very, very quickly, the station gets overrun. So, you yeah, wake right. up, all hell's broken loose, there's people dead everywhere, and you're like, what the fuck? It is a... It's not a... Dead Space, Doom, scary things coming out of the Dark in the game, but it is a game that will constantly make you jump because the main mechanic is I'm walking around. and You know in a game you go, I can hear an enemy or there's an enemy over there. In this game, yeah, yeah, yeah. literally anything can be a memory. I've been attacked by a toilet, a coffee mug, fucking anything. You just walk around a corner and suddenly a table will turn into this big creature and just attack you. Um, Yeah, this kind of makes me want to play this uh Game. It's excellent and the weapons are quite unique. There's like a globby glue gun thing that freezes them. I'm only a little bit in. Um, the, there's turrets in the level that you can just pick up and you can just take them with you everywhere. And so you go, I'll take this turret. So I've been really nervously playing and picking up turrets and just moving them like five meters and putting them down then looking around doing it again and again and again. Um, if you go into a room and something looks out of place, hit it. Just hit it with your wrench because it's probably a shapeshifter. And if you hit it when it's, it's, it's mimicked something else, uh, you kill it. But um, I'm only a little bit in, but I know for a fact that soon in the game, one of the neuromods you get is the ability to shapeshift into other objects, which unlocks some very unique puzzle solving skills. Hmm. Um, I, I've been really enjoying it so far. I'll let you know next week what it's like and if it, if it continues to stand up. Um, it's different. It's, it's giving me Bioshock vibes, but the good bits of Bioshock without the bits that I didn't like in the earlier ones. Very reminiscent of the, the old System Shock game years and years ago. It, and yeah. like I said, I also get Aperture Lab vibes. I also get a bit of the Half-Life vibe from the first game where, you know, um, Gordon, get away from the reactor or stuff. Like everything's going wrong, headcrabs yeah, everywhere yeah. kind of thing. So it's, it's good. I'm liking it so far. Really yeah, liking it, it so be. far. Um, there you go. There you go. Um,
1: so um, I just want to uh, uh quickly just say something. Um, I just saw somebody put up a post. Did you know that the Brisbane Toy and Hobby Fair something today?
0: No, because I don't live in Brisbane, so I don't subscribe to those sites because it just makes me sad.
1: Oh my god, I'm just I'm looking at pictures of this, and this is this looks like fucking heaven for us, man. It's just a whole bunch of, like, all the nerdy toys and shit that um we definitely shouldn't be spending our money on. Uh, yeah. You better get I'm, out there, then. Cover it, man. I'm, I'm
0: considering it. I'm considering going for a drive with the kids. Go for it. Looks fantastic. Take some pictures, talk to the people, buy lots of uh, stuff. No. No, I
1: can't. I can't go there because if I go there, then I won't have any money. None of it. Nothing. Aren't no you now on,
0: like, Quite a lot of money. No, not yet. I haven't been paid yet. <laughs> okay. But don't hang on. But don't you have quite a lot of I'm not gonna say how, but I'm pretty sure you have a bit of money in your account at the moment. I already spent it on games. What I th- but you said oh, remember I told you don't it's spend that all. money. I knew oh. that's okay. It's okay, the tax man'll assault you over that one.
1: Yeah, that's all right. Um, cool. So, anyway... Don't um, you come
0: whining to me when it comes to tax time and you me and guys <laughs> bend you over a bench and take it out on you. Um, yeah. Hey, did you know in oh, 1672 man. a mob of angry Dutch killed and ate their Prime Minister? Uh, really? What? Sorry, I'm on Facebook. A yeah, mob, anyway, sorry. A mob sorry. of angry Dutch killed and ate okay. their uh, Prime Minister. Let's finish up the podcast so people just. Don't I thought want to that hear was a pretty good about way to wrap Facebook. up a podcast. Frankly, eating a prime Yeah, and stuff. So I'm going to go make a cake. Um, You're going to make so, a nice gluten-free cape. I'm going to cape, cape. Make a good gluten-free cape. I'm going to drink out of my prey cup and uh, try not to make the scooter I'm working on explode. Yes. Cool. Okay. Well. Uh, yeah.
1: Gg. Everyone. Till next week. Um, hope you enjoyed our. Well, I don't want to say gaming podcast because, let's be honest, it wasn't that gamey. But- oh, well, it um, covered indie
0: stuff and, yes, indie, it was gamey. Indie, indie, if you mean Indian motorbikes. <laughs> it was at least 40%. <laughs> it was at least 40%. <laughs> yeah. I need to consciously make sure I don't, you know, accidentally drink out of a jar and turn into a hipster or something mm. bizarre. Oh, did, did I tell you I made Skittles vodka yesterday? I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> just, just,
1: just, just have a good week, everyone. <laughs> Bye.